Well, the Big D is back with a uh, late night uh, episode tonight. Before I bring in my friend from Duval County, please subscribe, like, and share the Spunky Spectrum Sports YouTube page. See all my content. Uh, you know, the Jags, Jags will be in London the next couple of weeks, so uh, hopefully uh, everything, uh, maybe the London Jaguars will be better than the Jacks from Jaguars who are at home the past couple of weeks. Also, mm-hmm. check out the uh, Big Deep Podcast for audio, audio listeners, Spotify and Apple. So uh, joining me uh, tonight, uh, co-host of the Full Press Fantasy Podcast, writer for Full Press Coverage, Jack Walls, from Jacksonville Beach, uh, my friend Brad Hoffman. So uh, Brad, uh, uh, you going to uh, London this week for the next couple weeks? <laughs> Oh, what's up, Dylan? Uh, thank, thanks so much for having me, man. I, I, I wish we were meeting on a better terms for sure. I know we uh, we talked in the offseason, uh, definitely expressed uh, both of us, uh, you know, uh, being excited. I, I know you uh, were with uh, my, my, my buddy Kevin as well, uh, just kind of feeling feeling good about this year. But, uh, I mean, just a rough gate out of the start, man, just uh, stumbling blocks and yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to make it to London uh, the next uh, couple of weeks, but uh, I'll, I'll try and be uh, locked in uh, here. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to watch the. Uh, what are they having like a Toy Story version or something like that on Nickelodeon? Or I, I saw some kind of advertisement about that. That, that the way the Jaguars have been playing, that's uh, pretty much uh, something where, where they need to be. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe Mr. Potato Head could have caught a few passes yesterday. Yeah, possibly. Possibly or ran down the fullback who ran back the kickoff. My goodness, that reminded me of my uh, high school football team. Uh, you know, kicking into the upback and uh, taking him taking to the house, make, making us look silly. Or the one time, uh, who was the uh, big offensive line for the New England Patriots? Like Aaron Conley almost scoring a touchdown. On right, Sunday. right. Yeah, yeah. That that was definitely heartbreaking because they. Uh, just got back into striking distance, had a nice drive, and then uh, had that happen. Mm. Well, obviously, uh, the Jags started out winning in Indianapolis, but uh, losing to Kansas City. And then uh, I don't know what it is, but the Jacksonville Jaguars can never beat the Houston Texans. And Houston, For sure. Uh, it happened again. The Texans beat all behinds 37 to 17. I mean, uh, uh, kickoff returns. I mean, CJ Stroud looked like the Sean Watson plus 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 yesterday. Sure. The Jaguars could not stop Tank Dell or Nico Collins. They looked like DeAndre Hopkins and Andre Johnson yesterday. Yeah, definitely. And and I mean, I gotta. I, I know uh, it didn't really show up in the stat sheet uh, necessarily, but uh, uh, Damian Pierce had some tough yards, tough uh, third down conversions. Uh, I mean. Uh, he probably had less than 50 yards, I imagine, but uh, but he had uh, some meaningful yards to extend some plays or since extend the drives. So, yeah, man, I don't know what it is with the, with with Houston. I mean, uh, it doesn't matter who they tried out there. Uh, I remember being uh, hyped up a few years ago when they were playing Houston in uh, in London, and uh, you know it was kind of a turning point. You know, is Jacksonville going to take the step? Are they not? And I think they got waxed that game like forty to eight or something, something ridiculous. And um, yeah, it's never, uh, never pretty when uh, Jacksonville uh, hosts hosts those Texans. I, I don't, I don't know what it is. I mean, hats off to C.J. Stroud. Uh, he he looks uh, certainly looks the part the, through the first three games. Hasn't thrown an interception yet. Uh, and 
Uh, you know, just a, a young nucleus around him. And he, he seemed very poised uh, in the pocket, making the good reads, which was kind of the knock on him coming out of college. Uh, that's why a lot of people favored uh, Bryce Young, just with the with the pedigree and all that kind of stuff coming out of Alabama. But, uh, yeah, man, uh, it's going to be tough, uh, you know, possibly seeing him twice a year. Yeah, I mean, C.J. Stroud, I mean, if you got him late in, late in best ball, late in fantasy, C.J. Stroud looks better than I thought. I mean, I thought it was Jared Goff, and be honest with you, and I think Stroud looks a lot better than I thought. Made some big plays, but um, yeah. obviously, uh, three games, we don't know. These teams are going to look so different toward the end of the season. Injuries are going to take a toll, plus guys. We'll keep we'll keep getting better. Some guys might tail off toward the end of the year. So through the first three weeks, what has been has there anything anything been good about this team? Possible. I mean, maybe the play of Evan Egram. Uh, he's been fairly steady, uh, but I mean, uh, I'm. You talk about a uh, Calvin Ridley. He hasn't done anything really since the first half of that uh, Indianapolis game when everybody was uh, ready to, you know, shoot him up the uh, the charts of, of the fantasy world. But uh, he hasn't done much. He's uh, dropping the ball. He's having illegal procedures uh, going on. Christian Kirk was absent that first game, uh, so uh, he's kind of turned it on as, as of late. I mean, defensively, still no pressure. Uh, still not getting. Uh, any uh, quarterback snap, uh, sacks, they haven't haven't fixed that problem. And then uh, yesterday I saw uh, Cisco, uh, Andre Cisco looked a little little lost back there in coverage. He was it was uh, more than a step behind a couple times of uh, Tank Dell getting getting you know behind getting behind the defense, which is uh, where he's supposed to be. So uh, yeah, a lot of concerns. I mean, concerns with the play call. Uh, Trevor's just hasn't seemed to find a rhythm yet. Uh, I don't know if he's worried about the in uh, sync reunion or what but he certainly needs to get to get it together and, and find a little bit of a rhythm here and uh, get these jitters out maybe a, you know a trip to uh, London with some fish and chips will uh, will do the trick yeah beyond there is something not right with the offense I mean even the first week with the with a couple very clunky yeah a couple mistakes against Indianapolis and I mean sure Kansas City's defense looks really good good but uh They've been a lot of mistakes, no red zone execution. No. And yesterday there were at least three or four big drops. I mean, Calvin Ridley was big week one, and I think he's been in the witness protection program. Christian Coke was in the witness yeah. protection program week one. Yeah. Now he finally came to play, but I don't know what to think. Now, I mean, it is early in the year and right division this struggle, I guess. But yeah, you know. This team, Jack was struggled early last year, and then all of a sudden, boom! So maybe this is a streaky team. Yeah, I mean, but but I mean, this is such a winnable part of the schedule. I mean, uh, I mean, sure, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you the Chiefs, but um, you know, struggling against Indianapolis. Yes, you you got away with a win, but uh, you know, and then then at home against Houston and a rookie quarterback, they had what nine. 10 guys on IR or something. I think that was the stat I saw yesterday. And then, uh, you know, you go to, go to England and you, and you get the Falcons who've 
you know, been one of the laughing stocks of the league the last uh, couple of years, but they got, uh, you know, some dynamic playmakers on that side. I'm worried about that game now. I mean, I, I was, I was going to be happy to be, uh, you know, uh, or I was thinking they were going to be three and one headed, you know, to a nice matchup with, with Buffalo the in week five, but man, I, I, I don't know now. I mean, it, it's hard to, uh, Hard to see. Now, Atlanta didn't uh, show too much yesterday. Uh, so, I mean, that's a little bit reassuring, but uh, they, they have their own quarterback uh, problems that they're, they're trying to figure out. But, uh, I mean, they have uh, the rookie sensation, Bijan Robinson, who just needs a little crease to uh, to uh, take it to the house. So, uh, it's going to be an uh, interesting game here uh, come Sunday. Uh, how much do you put – how much do you put the struggles – this team on Trevor Lawrence because obviously we saw what he did. Both mm-hmm. comeback after comeback, sure. left the team to the playoffs, won that crazy playoff game with the Chargers. But yet they've been red zone issues, mistakes, mm-hmm. guys dropping passes. Like how much she put on the Trevor, how much she put on the coaching staff, or how much she put on the wide receivers not not doing their responsibility, you know, jumping off sides, dropping passes. I mean, I, I feel like it's a equal distribution. I mean, Trevor certainly has not been uh, living up to uh, to the hype that he had coming into this season. Uh, he's he's been offensive passes. Yesterday's interception was uh, pretty deplorable, uh, actually. I mean, uh, it seemed like he uh, threw it right to the right to the guy. Um, but at the same time, he hasn't really been too comfortable back there. One of the concerns coming into the season was the offensive line, and um, they, uh, you know, they made. Made some headway as far as uh, you know, uh, picking up uh, Harrison uh, during the draft, but um, he he just uh, Lawrence doesn't seem like he's uh, too too comfortable back there. I mean, he's certainly certainly getting a hand in his face uh, more so than the defense is bringing it. I mean, that some of the responsibility has to be on that as well. Uh, you know, once again, no pressure. Uh, Trayvon Walker, you haven't really heard his name uh, too much. Uh, same with a, uh, I guess apparently Josh Allen was uh, kind of. Showing out yesterday with, with the Boo Birds at halftime, kind of waving it on to the from the fans, like like he was embracing it. Not something that a captain needs to be, needs to do. The young kids are, are, you know, the young kids on the team are, are looking at that. So you know, do do better, Josh Allen. And then uh, you know that the uh, the secondary, like I said, I mean, some mistakes by Cisco, Dar- uh, Darren Williams, uh, just letting those young receivers uh, run run free. I guess another guy who has been somewhat steady, but I'm not sure if he if it's sustainable is Etn. Etn's running hard. Um, sometimes a little. I'm worried that he's running too hard, trying to fight for that extra extra yardage. Uh, you know, kind of making himself susceptible to uh, to an injury or something. But uh, uh, I mean, he he had some hard yards yesterday. Uh, so, but I mean. But then, uh, you know, w- what do you think about the coaching staff? I mean, there's so much back and forth about who's calling the plays, whether it's Press Taylor or Doug Peterson, or is everything going through Doug or is it not? So um, they de- de- definitely yesterday there was a push to run the ball. Uh, I think that's where they thought that they could uh, do, do some damage, and they did. They were over 100 yards uh, rushing. Uh, but yeah, once again, just uh, inefficiencies in the in the red zone, uh, penalties, mistakes, uh, you name it. So uh, that that first game, I was I was little concerned with some of the play calling. It was definitely questionable. The Chiefs they just got out coached uh, in general and uh, and outmanned. Uh, I mean, Chris Jones just uh, 
coming off of his little hiatus and, uh, and taking care of things uh, really just uh, overpowered the offensive line. But, um, yeah, I mean, there's some questions. Well, what do you think about the coaching so far? I think the coaching leaves more to be desired because seemingly yeah. every time the Jaguars could get a drive against Kansas City, it basically self-destructed. I mean, the offensive line sure. wasn't, great la- wasn't great last year, and it's not any better. Better in it. And uh, Trevor can move, but you don't want Trevor Lewis taking too many hits. And uh, I don't know why Ethan's not a goal line back because every time I see, every time Jack Wolves gets so many in the goal line, he's not in the game. I mean, like Tink Bigsby scored a touchdown yeah. yesterday. Another one, yeah. 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 I'm not, and I. I was hoping they would use Etienne uh, more in the passing game. I, I know he he caught a nice little swing route yeah, yesterday he's, for being used yeah. as a receiver. Yeah. He's not yeah. Derrick Henry, so yeah, yeah. It's a, it's definitely been a frustrating start, but uh, you know, try and try and stay optimistic. Just you know, get even uh, going against the Falcons. Find a way to win on Sunday, and then uh, yeah, you had that big matchup against the Bills, who who were looking beatable until uh, yesterday when they uh. Uh, took care of the uh, commanders uh, in a in a big fashion uh, on the road. So uh, yeah, it's gonna be a it's, it's gonna be a tough haul here. I mean, th- this was a, a critical part of the schedule that uh, they really could have jumped out and uh, and done some things. But I guess there's still an opportunity for that. So, but they're they gotta they gotta make uh, fix some mistakes for sure. By the way, I just I, by the way I saw this tweet. Uh... With uh, Justin, with uh, with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields fantasy scores this year, and uh, would you like to take a guess on how how many points Trevor Lawrence is averaging and how many points Justin Fields is averaging this year? Um, man, I I know Fields hasn't done too much. Uh, I know he's been kind of held back with his uh, legs a little bit, although I did see him. uh, Break a few runs against the Chiefs yesterday, but uh, I mean uh, the way that Lawrence has been playing, I, I think it. I mean it's probably closer th- than you think. I'm, I'm, I would imagine Lawrence uh, is is higher is a higher rating. I could be wrong. How about the Justin Fields averaging fourteen point six points, Trevor Lawrence fourteen point four points. That's uh, that's a surprise. I've not been a. Uh, I have not had my uh, finger on the pulse of uh, Justin Lawrence. Wow. Goodness. And by the way, by the way, one of us drafted Trevor Lawrence. Well, one of us got Trevor Lawrence in his dynasty and guillotine leagues this year. Hmm. Can you guess who? Can you guess who that person is? I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's you, Big D. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, like like, like you mentioned, it's early. Yeah, and thankfully I'm not getting eliminated tonight because Devontae Adams and Keenan Allen went off for 8 million points. For sure. <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, my first five picks in the guillotine league were Saquon, Devontae Adams, and this is a 14-team guillotine league. Saquon, Devontae Adams, Keenan Allen, Ty Lockett, Trevor. Nice. From the 111. Okay, okay. Yeah, you got to get uh, Saquon back and uh, get him uh, moving in that Giants offense because they certainly need him. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, my running backs will bat. Like, my running back, Keandre Miller and Gus Edwards were my running backs yesterday. 
Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Saquon um, and Saquon and Dave Montgomery. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That'll, uh, that'll, yeah, that'll give you a little hit on the chin there. That's, 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 that's tough to swallow for sure. That's why I draft so many wide receivers because. Yep. So, um, obviously, Jack Wolves go to London every year. I mean, practically, you could call them the London Jack Wolves. So, um, play Atlanta. So, obviously, we know B. John Robinson's this hot rookie. Drake London, Kyle Pitts, if Desmond Ritter could throw them the ball. So, do you think the Jaguars have an advantage because they're always used to these London games? The Falcons don't go to the UK every year. I, I mean, I do. I mean, I, I, I hear stuff on the radio that, you know, um, that there isn't a difference. I mean, but I mean, let's be honest. I mean, you know, so, some of these guys that have been on the Jaguars for a few years now, there's not a lot of them. Uh, I mean, there's definitely been an overhaul, uh, but you know, uh, going over there, uh, getting acclimated, uh, you know, and 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 uh, just uh, kind of just uh, planting the roots. I mean, a lot of a lot of the fans over there know who they are, so they're they're on their side. Uh, so that's uh, certainly helps. I mean, uh, one of these games is a is a home game. I'm, I'm thinking it's this week. So um, yeah, I. I don't know. On the radio, they kind of downplay that that it's not, but I mean, I, I think there has to be a little bit of a slight advantage uh, for for the Jaguars going over there uh, as many times, and, uh, and and the coaching staff. I know it's only the second year, but uh, you know maybe they you know saw something last year they wanted to try something different th this year that you know that just the you know the the time the time frame leading up to the game anything like that uh, is certainly a uh, Gonna, uh, gonna lean towards the uh, Jaguars being a little more acclimated. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's almost like playing in Denver in many ways because you used to traveling overseas, right? Seas used to the uniqueness of playing the game. Plus, I think in many ways the Jaguars are London's team because when like the Titans and Ravens play their week six. I mean, yeah, NFL fans would think what's well, another game, but the yeah. Jaguars are more or less London's team because they go there every year. For sure, for sure, definitely. I mean, but uh, how much are you? How much are you uh, worried about this game? Because I think most people, Jack people in Duval County, would have seen this quarterback, significant quarterback edge. I mean, yeah, really good young players, but. Trevor Lawrence or Desmond Ritter take Trevor right. a week, but now that goes out the window because this Jaguar team's not started great. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at now. I thought I thought the spread would be a little bit more. Um, right now, it's only at three. I got a feeling it might creep up a little bit uh, just because of uh, you know what we're talking about. Just the uh, you know you know getting you getting used to things. Uh, Trevor is better is astronomically better on paper and and physically than uh Desmond Ritter. I mean the key to the game is going to be stopping uh stopping Bijan in my opinion. I, I I don't Ritter doesn't scare me as a passer. Uh it's going to be a ball control. Uh Jaguars have to extend extend drives, uh eat up the clock. 
uh, get out of there with, with a victory. And, um, you know, whether that's, uh, you know, running the ball, um, you know, a nice balance. I, I'd like to see a little more balance in, in the uh, play calling uh, and not just favor one side, kind of like we saw this past weekend. Uh, but uh, yeah, just try and try and get things going, get Trevor going early with some, uh, you know, short passes, uh, whether it's to Ingram or, you know, slants to, to Kirk or something that that will uh, open up the downfield. Uh, the, the Falcons, you know, defense isn't necessarily formidable by, by any means. So uh, it's a good opportunity to, to get back on track for sure. Yeah, I think I think the Falcons are going to definitely try and run the ball with B. John, try and get Drake London, Kyle Pitts going. But I think the Jaguars have got to open, have got to get Trevor's confidence going. They've got to protect him. I mean, I mean, even though Trevor wasn't sacked sacked yesterday, it seemed like I mean the Jaguars often just missing something. Yeah. So now we know Atlanta. Atlanta's actually got a really good offensive line, really underrated offensive line. But I think if the Jaguars can limit B. John, make Desmond Ritter beat him from the pocket. I take my chances, and then I think the Jaguars have to hit a few big plays. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly uh, something the fan base wants to see is uh, you know get get downfield, um, even a. Um, you know, even a punt return, something like that. Agnew certainly needs to uh, redeem himself after uh, his play yesterday with a with a big fumble, a costly fumble. I mean, it's. Uh, are we going to have Are we going to have another special teams debacle uh, in the UK? Man, I, I I hope not. I mean, I <laughs> I had to call my son. Uh, my son, I was like, man, come here, come here. You gotta you gotta watch this. Look 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 at this fluke of a play that that happened. So um, yeah, I mean. Uh, I imagine that that's going to get a, get addressed pretty pretty uh, heavily uh, tomorrow at practice. Uh, so yeah, I was just wondering. I know it's week four, but should the Jaguars be considering making a trade? And if so, for and if so, for what player? Um, it's got to be a rush in. Uh, I don't know if there's any any more out there uh, right now i mean i think they missed out on, on the opportunity to you know spend a little cash and get a, get a leonard floyd uh you know um, who's got uh, i want to say three or four sacks up in up in buffalo but it's it's just getting in the backfield so you, you were mentioned about trevor being uh not being sacked i mean i think the thing that happened yesterday is uh there there was some disruption in in the backfield there was pressure he was uh, not able to get to get to his spot, which you know maybe that made the ball sail or, or uh, you know caused caused the timing to, timing to be off on some of those pass plays. We didn't see any of that from the from the Jaguars defense again. I mean, uh, I feel like it's a broken record for the last seven seven years, really. Uh, that uh, just ha- haven't been able to uh, to get to the quarterback. I mean, not since uh, twenty seventeen when uh, you know you know they. They weren't known as Saxonville uh, being able to uh, to get back here. We, we, it's just not happening. Uh, I mean, Josh Allen. Josh Allen is uh, he, he was the big first round pick. Obviously, Trayvon Walker. I know everybody talks about him being so raw and all this stuff, but come on, dude, you gotta you gotta step up and and uh, you know and, and make some plays. Find find a different move. You're not gonna be you're not gonna overpower these tackles and and tight ends you know every single time find find something new get look watch some uh chris jones tape pick pick one of those moves please or donald yeah for sure well maybe maybe in his case tj Watt. 
<laughs> I, I, yeah, I'd take half half of that production. My goodness. Every time I see TJ Watt play, he's like, uh, "I'm scared. For, I'm scared for the quarterback because I'm afraid he might be KO'd before too long." Sure, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Get some nastiness on that defense. I mean, I, I know you don't have the big name name players. I, I know that's. I, I know the Jaguars' defense is a you know, I don't want to say necessarily a liability, but you know, try and be middle of the road and and let the offense you know carry you. I mean, I know it works both hand in hand. The offense has not been carrying them the, the last couple of weeks, but you know what? Uh, make make some plays, make some third down stops, get the other team off the field. Let's flip flip the field. Come on, let's 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 get it. Get out of your own way. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, I wish the Jets would have considered making a trade for a lineman. I mean, uh, I don't know if the Packers would trade David Bakhtiari. I mean. I'm not sure he stay healthy, but mm-hmm. you get him playing left tackle, and now everybody because I'm not sure Cam Robinson's a great pass block and left tackle at this right. point. Plus, he might be going anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, they're going to have a decision here after uh, week four. I mean, Robinson does come back. Do you move Walker Little, who's probably your best lineman right now, um, who's currently playing uh, the the left tackle role? Do you move him to guard? Uh, well, Anton Harrison was hurt yesterday. Yeah, it, it sounded like on the radio up here that it doesn't seem as serious. Uh, so, um, but it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Uh, obviously, uh, you you can move. Uh, well, not this week, <laughs> but uh, uh, Little can certainly move over there if it is something lingering. And they still have uh, Shatley, uh, who who's uh, been on the Jaguars since I can remember, and he's kind of floated around uh, different positions. So. Um, but yeah, I mean that that offensive line is a concern. Uh, as much as they, as much as everybody here tried to de- try to uh, deny it, um, they didn't really uh, address it. Didn't address the pass rush, and uh, we're certainly seeing that happen. The, I guess, non fruits of that happening in the first three three weeks. Well, uh, it seems like there were revenge games with players against certain. Teams, guys playing against former coaches, quarterbacks, going right, right, right. Coaches, defensive coordinators, offensive coordinators. For Calvin Ridley, I guarantee you, he circled week four oh, yeah. against the Atlanta Falcons because what team drafted Calvin Ridley? Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, right out of Alabama. I mean, uh. Yeah, I mean, I imagine that he he wants nothing more to do than to just uh, take it to those guys, and 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 he's going to be able to blow blow by him, get some separation. But you got to catch the football, got to catch the football. And plus, the Falcons went to the. By the way, I'm looking this up right now. The Falcons beat the Jets in London two years ago, twenty-seven yep. to twenty. Mm-hmm. You know what? Oh, wait. You know what happened that team? Kyle Pitts caught nine passes for 119 yards and a touchdown. Yeah. So maybe yeah. Kyle Pitts likes fish, fish and chips in the UK. He might. And in that game, if I remember right, Ridley didn't didn't go with the team. Uh, that was uh, when he was dealing with some mental, mental health issues. Maybe if I remember was, right, he maybe, didn't travel. Maybe, maybe, maybe he took the under. Yeah, he might have. 
<laughs> he might have. But um, obviously Falcons have good memories from two years ago. Even, of course, the Jaguars do too because uh, he, he who shall not be named somehow beat the Miami Dolphins in week six, but uh, that's a story for another day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, I'm just so, do you think it's a good thing for the Jacks that Jacks that they're playing in London, London this week instead of playing in Duval County? Um, You know, I, I don't, it, maybe it might be to, to get away from the noise a little bit. Um, and I mean, I don't know. I was thinking about this earlier. Like w w when you uh, reached out to me about you know trying to um, get on with the pod today, and I, I was I was kind of thinking about the heat factor. I mean, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, come on," you know, the heat's going to be tough on the other team. I think I think it's taking a toll on the Jaguars too. I mean, so, these two games now. I I've not uh, attended the games, but I, I've heard uh, just nightmares about. Um, just the, the heat index and, and all that stuff. Um, maybe it's going to be nice to go, get over in cloudy old London and get away from the noise here, um, get away from the headlines, uh, you know, both both bad and good. Uh, so, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's uh, – I don't think it's necessarily a horrible thing for them to uh, to get away from this right now. And plus playing and plus playing cooler weather because you know sure. Jackson, you know Jacksonville is so I mean I, I could I could be wrong. I mean I, I mean what what I don't know. Weather shouldn't affect these professionals, but I think it does. And I and I think if it affects both teams, you can be like, oh well the Jaguars practicing that all summer. Yeah. And, and it's hot it's hotter than hell. And, and it's still hot now when when the game's on the line. And uh, I, I think there is a little bit of an impact in my opinion. Didn't hurt the Miami. Didn't hurt yeah. the Miami Dolphins yesterday. Yeah, yeah, they 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 were heated up for sure. Ooh, I haven't seen a score like that, and man, I, I and like like did McDaniel have something against the Broncos? Or I mean, I guess I read something that he he wasn't even offered an interview or something like that. So that's could have been some of the reasoning behind it. But man, seventy to twenty, that is uh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Trying to even think of like um, non-conference games with crazy score lines. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a college football. That's a college football win for USC or something against a directional school. Something, something crazy, man. By the way, by the way, I can I can attest. I was actually at this game, 2008. Florida hosted the Citadel. It was Senior Day at the Swamp, and Florida beat the Citadel 70 to 19. So I do have experience with the team oh, putting up seven, seven touchdowns. Okay, okay, or ten touchdowns. Sorry, my math's off. Goodness. Yeah, <laughs> and Jim Tebow was out of the game by the second quarter. Right. John right. Bradley was under center for the Gators. Mm -hmm. <laughs> wow. I did not think I would be looking up Citadel on this show tonight. <laughs> Okay, Brad. Thanks for hopping on. So maybe, maybe the Jackals getting the becoming the London Jackals for the next two weeks will not be a bad thing. Yeah, I mean, I I think getting away, getting getting uh, you know, some uh, I don't want to say fresh air because I don't think the air quality over there is too good, but getting getting away from this heat, getting away from uh, uh, 
just the bad vibes of the town because the, the, the town is down, man. I mean, I'm here. I got boots on the ground. Uh, they're not thrilled uh, with, with the situation. So, yeah, uh, going over there, bring home a couple of victories and, uh, and turn the season around.